welcome to a brand new episode of Sequel Rights, the podcast where we take a look at the franchises that make you go, they made how many of those? And we give each and every sequel a fair trial. My name is Justin Camps and I'm here calling out my fellow ducks. Where are you ducks? Where are you? Where are you? It's just some old man. Ignore him. We're going to yeah. continue to play hockey. <laughs> Uh, who are the ducks here with us? Uh, oh, I, Elizabeth Helley. I don't know what you want me to say. And <laughs> uh, that was Quacktastic and Tyler Hymanson. <laughs> All right. We are back with the second episode featuring the Mighty Ducks. It's P2, Podcast 2, the Mighty Ducks. I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, <laughs> just on fire tonight. I'm kidding. Uh, anyways, yeah, we're here talking D2, the Mighty Ducks. Uh, not to be confused with the sometimes titled first film, Mighty Ducks Are the Champions, <laughs> uh, from 1994. And you know what? Uh, we actually have to put out the duck call one more time. <laughs> oh, look, we got a special guest here with us, Graham Jenkins. Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you very much for having me, guys. I realize that we have now had you on for every episode that involves the minor league sports in some way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One baseball, one with hockey, the two, two of the sports I've worked in. So, uh, I think, I think it's appropriate. Yeah. For those of you who are just, uh, meeting Graham here for the first time, he was on our episode, major league back to the minors. Uh, and he is a, an editor and 3d motion graphics specialist for Hershey entertainment and resorts. Um, yeah, so we had you on for baseball last time, but I think it actually is, uh, more relevant this time, right? Because you're working with who at the moment? I'm working with the Hershey bears. So yes, it is more appropriate this time. <laughs> Hershey, for those who don't know, is the AHL affiliate for the NHL's Washington Capitals. Uh, they're about two and a half hours away from us. So anytime there's a call up, it's just a straight drive down. They don't need to fly anywhere because it's, it's that close. And bears don't fly, so you know that makes sense. <laughs> Do you guys did, play against? If they did, that would be a really bad thing. For <laughs> Do you guys play against the Minnesota Waves? Is that even a real team? I don't know. We do not. Um, we don't actually, in a normal year, we don't f play a lot of West or Western Conference teams. And mm. Minnesota actually doesn't have an AHL team. Their AHL affiliate is in Iowa. Mm. So. Uh, but they have an NHL team, and they're really sore about losing one of their other NHL teams. But that's a discussion for another day. <laughs> well, we are excited to have you here for tonight's episode. Uh, before we get too far into things, Eliz, where can people reach out to us? Yeah, uh, email us your suggestions for future franchises to sequelrights at gmail.com, or you can find us on social media on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, or YouTube at sequelrights. And please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Five stars goes a long way to helping other people find the podcast, and uh, we'd really appreciate it. All right. Well, let's see what Gordon Bombay's up to this time. The only thing tougher. Then turning losers into champions oh, is doing it twice. Quack Attack is back, Jack! Are you ready to fly? The Mighty Ducks are back. Oh, no. Their game is as good as ever. Haven't you guys been training in the offseason? 
I know we forgot something. But they're adding some new players. And now, they're heading to California for the World Championships. This year, the team to beat is Iceland. We'll see you on the ice. Ice is bigger. Stronger. We have more facial hair. But if they want to go for the gold, they'll have to learn to become a team again. Move together! We came here as a team, and we're leaving here as a team. Right! Bring them on! We're ready! Oh, man. Some weird version of like the Back to the Future theme song in that trailer. <laughs> Absolutely. It's really funny. I remember that trailer like almost beat for beat. And like when the movie, when he was like, Quack Attack is back, Jack, I was like, ooh. And I'm trying to think of what VHS that trailer like was before that I watched all the time. Because oh, yeah. I know that trailer like the back of my hand. That was in fact the home video trailer too. So yes. <laughs> you're you're dead on right there. Yeah. That's so funny. Um, well, they're back, you guys. Two years later, 1994, uh, we get what is uh, probably one of the funnier naming conventions um, in sequel history. <laughs> it's just <laughs> D2, the Mighty yeah. Ducks. Like, I, I don't exactly know how they ended up going with that. I think, I think it has to be off of T2. Yeah, I suppose. That's, <laughs> Which that's is a good just point. insane. That would make sense. Yeah. Because yeah. that was like two years after. Yeah. Yeah. At least they didn't right. go with Electric Boogaloo. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it wasn't like the Mighty Ducks or, fly again or something. And it's like Edward Furlong could be Boogaloo, in this movie. Something like that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Well, uh, we start right off again with the sad... Uh, Gordon Bombay moments of life. <laughs> May, maybe Did you he's... know that Gordon Bombay once had a father? Yeah. I uh, bet you're rethinking what was the worst year of your life now, Gordy. Yeah. Um, they even got the same kid to play the young version of him. Yes. Yeah. What well, I feel like that was just reused footage, though, wasn't it? Might be. Yeah. Could have been. I think it was. And they just re... They just like... Uh, Changed the dialogue for the dad being like, you remember this pond forever, you piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. No matter where you go. <laughs> Such inspiring words. <laughs> yeah. Don't forget this specific pond. Hey, he doesn't get <laughs> Captain Blood from nowhere. <laughs> I don't care if you end up somewhere else, different pond later in the film. This is the pond to remember. Or a parking lot in Santa Monica. <laughs> That's right. Or half the movie you spend on rollerblades. I don't care. Okay. <laughs> oh, man. But uh, uh, So Gordon Bombay made it to the minors. Yeah. But I thought, I personally, I thought he looked real funny uh, playing <laughs> hockey with all the pads and everything. He looked out of place real bad, in my opinion. Um. But uh, what? He gets injured right away, right? Right away. I mean, we not found right out away. his he's exact a, he's, age. He's having, he's having a good. Yeah, we do find out that he's 29. Yeah, I don't buy it. Oh, uh, yeah. that's, <laughs> that's how old I am right now to <laughs> be at that age, just that close to NHL. Oh, yeah, that that hits home. <laughs> but I like that clip. I mean, he gets hit in the shoulder. But somehow it's his knee that gets hurt. So yeah, he gets crunched into the boards, like yeah, squeeze this much, and then he goes to grab an easy. I'm like, um, 
It's how did that happen? <laughs> yeah, it's because he's old as fuck. He's not actually 29. Because <laughs> he's 29. <laughs> There's all the pressure squeezed down and then it pops out <laughs> out of his knee. That's how bodies work. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Disney. <laughs> yeah. And the announcers are just like, oh man, if he wasn't 80 hockey years old, he probably could come back from this, but he's done. He's Father done. time caught up to Gordon Bombay. <laughs> Hey, and then there's one scene directly after this. You know, it's very serious because he's using a cane on a bus. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, not only like is he disgraced from the minor leagues, I guess he doesn't even have a car. He has to take a <laughs> Greyhound bus back to their town. And then he doesn't even have a place to live. He has to sleep <laughs> on the couch or the hockey store. I, I, shop. <laughs> I liked the, the way that uh, that bus is shot, like coming back to the exact same bus stop and everything in the first film. I, I like to imagine that his whole minor league thing was just a dream and that the bus <laughs> returning was just him like the very next day coming back after yeah. getting his knee it busted just, during drove around town. It was a municipal bus. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he did get injured, but it was during tryouts and he just failed immediately. <laughs> uh, and then the movie starts to just slyly recast people <laughs> in a way that I think is one of the more deft waves we've seen happen. Is it? <laughs> what happened to Hans? <laughs> it's me, his brother that always existed, Jan. Jan. <laughs> the one the one that you had a relationship. Remember that deeply personal relationship that <laughs> yeah. you had? Well, I was also there. I just was not there the entire time because I was I hated elsewhere. that. I hated that. I'm sorry. It was the worst. The way Did they the just actor talked. die or what? I'm going to assume yes, but I didn't look it up. <laughs> I only look up child actors, not adults. So I don't. Uh, I don't give give me a moment. I meant to look this. Senior check in. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> then we also find out why another character isn't there anymore in like a horrible, <laughs> the worst way possible info dump. Tell Remember us. that lady who you won her over by promising to be a part of the lives of her and her son and live <laughs> together in a magical ice castle? Well, she remarried while you were off at the miners for the past for like, many weeks. For like, yeah. yeah, for like a month or something. <laughs> <laughs> that was she some bullshit. And her son now lives in the back room of the hockey store. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so happy to report that the original actor is still alive. Oh, <laughs> I just assumed he was, he was like, dead. I'm not doing this <laughs> yeah. anymore. He is 93. Wow. Well, he better be in the TV show. Or else. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, you'll bring him back. <laughs> yeah. I guess he could still be in the third one. I don't know. I hope MC Ganey comes back to drive them around because I missed him this time around. <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> he has to come back. Yeah, it's <laughs> uh, well, yeah, so Gordon Bombay back to Minnesota. Wah, wah. Yeah, and I like, okay, I'm from California. And yes, I probably think of everywhere in Minnesota as a small rinky dink town. But the fact that Gordon Bombay is from Minneapolis, <laughs> he's like, I got to get out of this rinky dink town where the Mall of America is down the street. Like, I, uh, uh, okay. <laughs> it's too much for me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. So Gordon Bombay is back uh, working at the, uh, the skate shop, sleeping on the couch. And, uh, 
He runs into a new favorite character named Don Tibbles. <laughs> Which Such I have a punchable face. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That guy. Which uh, I really, really badly wanted to make a uh, super cut of everyone saying Tibbles like in the movie because there's a part where the one lady's just like Tibbles, Mr. Tibbles, 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 Tibbles and Kibbles. Yeah. And uh, I just didn't have time to do it, <laughs> but it would have been great. Um, but yeah, he is a uh, he's a hockey apparel executive for Jimi Hendrix hockey. <laughs> <laughs> it's Hendrix, right? That's the name. It's Hendrix, yeah. <laughs> um, and he's got a proposition for good old Gordon Bombay. Sell out. So yeah, let's talk about the Junior Goodwill Games. Right, <laughs> the most prestigious Junior. It's not the Junior Olympics. No. Yeah, at the end you win a bunch of secondhand clothes <laughs> and a few DVDs. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean he's uh. So th- this movie takes the interesting route of uh, you know, um, the end of the last movie we talked about how he's like. He's like, I'll come back uh, next season because we've got a title to defend. And they totally throw that out the window for some sort of like Olympics kind of like, you know, Team USA. It it does make me wonder like how quickly like the Disney machine could react to all this because like there's definitely parts of this movie that was like Cool Runnings was a giant success for us. (laughs) And we want to include some of that in this. Yeah. So let's make fun of the tie-dyed team from Trinidad and Tobago. (laughs) (laughs) Round one. And let's use all the stereotypes to quickly. They have a steel (laughs) drum on the bench. Oh, God. There's a... yeah, since oh they have God. all these different countries involved, there's like lots of stereotyping going on. It's like it's some interesting choices for uh, countries that Disney picked for this movie. Like, yeah. for instance, Trinidad Tobago. I'm like, they don't have a hockey team. <laughs> Why do they pick Trinidad Tobago? <laughs> we know they have a soccer team because they beat us in the World Cup qualifier <laughs> for years ago. But hockey, no. <laughs> Uh, oh, yeah. we we kind of went over to uh, we missed the whole like Mall of America. Let's go pick up all the other yeah. players skating yeah. montage, which this really reminded me of the Power Rangers oh, ones yes. that we yep. saw <laughs> as well, where they start doing all these tricks and they probably literally kill several people <laughs> during these hijinks. Like they literally like dump a thing of cement on a human man yeah i just remember like like after this like if there were so many like you couldn't rollerblade anywhere you get in trouble and like i can't like disney would never be able to get away with this at this point of it's just like it's just like yeah you can just ride your roller skates all the way through the mall of fucking america and like be terrors mm-hmm. the 90s were a beautiful time apparently. <laughs> yeah <laughs> Just because i watched that they could there's just no way they could do this yeah, ever <laughs> no no yeah, the rollerblading really dates this movie. Um, the, the I pop- love how they all every character that they pick up, they all just conveniently have knee pads and rollerblades <laughs> and helmets, no matter where they are. Yeah. Like for the guy, Averford, I'm, I'm I'm botching the guy's name. Work at the movie theater. quit your job. Averman. Yeah, Averman. yeah. yeah no, you. they all Averman. just drop whatever job that they're doing. Like, hey, you know that you know that movie theater job. Fuck it. Get out of there. You're working yeah, hockey. Goldberg's working on oh, like that, that delicatessen you're working <laughs> yeah. at. Goldberg, get the fuck out of there. You're working on, you're playing hockey. Put again. those skates on. It's time, even though it's summer. 
You know how you have a full set of ice ice hockey yeah. gear and roller hockey gear. Yeah. They're, pl- they're like, playing are hockey the, are you allowed to at have the a same job? time as basketball. <laughs> I forget the other sport. Yeah. It's like, wait a minute. How are those how are those three sports at the same time? <laughs> Well, know. they were clearly watching the animated uh, All Stars show that had Wayne Gretzky and Michael Jordan fighting space crime. <laughs> <laughs> Eliz, they're not allowed to have jobs. It's ducks above everything. Yeah, yeah, but I'm surprised they all had jobs in the first place. Like, were there no child labor laws back then? Like, I, they all had <laughs> like jobs. Like I said, almost. the '90s are a different time. Yeah, I guess. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, the. Uh, I had that same thought about the Power Rangers thing, and that movie was actually one year after this. So oh. maybe they just were like, "Man, that looks like fun. Make the Rangers do it." Yeah, yeah, because <clears throat> it's so like very Make similar. The Rangers do it. Aye <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, that scene goes on forever, forever. Right. And then uh, we go meet the new team members. That's I guess. Right. New this kids. is a really interesting dynamic I was thinking about as watching this because we get all these other team members and it's the thing that can only happen in a sports sequel right? where you get all of these other team members and they have to like bond. But like it is kind of a nice, it sets up a different type of storytelling and a different type of conflict that like we've never seen not executed as a montage or something that was like completely condensed and trying to get over <laughs> with. Like we should talk that Gordon Bombay is in the minors, gets hurt, comes back, and then is coaching Team USA within the first eight minutes of this movie. <laughs> like it happens. They're, they are in a hurry to get everybody back on track and this happening. But it does make for like, I wish that there would be something interesting of like all of these interactions with this team, like the opposite team members that, you know, they're going to come together. Like there, there are these different positive, I guess, tension between the actors and the characters that there is something interesting there, but in every, in whatever is the major league movies or this movie, it's like a two minute montage. Right. They introduce everybody one by one and like talk about what their special talent is. Yeah. Like the first kid is the kid from Miami and they immediately start playing like Miami sound machine music. And I'm like, oh, God. And I see that there's an Asian kid on the court. So I'm just waiting for like the gong and the. But like, thank God they didn't do it for once. This is like the first movie ever to stereotype the Latino kid, but not the Asian kid. kid. Yeah. They stereotype the Texas kid instead. Yeah, so you win some, you lose some. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they even have the they even have the figure skater to, there to replace the other one that uh, isn't back this movie <laughs> for right. whatever reason. <laughs> they couldn't think of another special power for these kids to have. <laughs> I mean, they did. They did. It's Keenan. <laughs> oh well, yeah. Heckling. <laughs> yeah. Not till later on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Not not till later. Not till later. Um. But I thought it was interesting that for this Team USA, like Gordon Bombay just gets to like choose most of the team out of everyone from Minnesota. And then like the, <laughs> yeah. the rest of them are just like thrust upon him. There's no like tryouts yeah. or anything. Well, I guess it was part of the contract with Hendricks. It's like, hey, you know the team? Yeah, you have to deal with these five players now. Yeah. <laughs> your team may or may not get along with it. Well, I mean, as as we defined, it's not actually the Olympics and it's not actually like Team USA. <laughs> right. Change their jersey at any no time. So. That's true. You know what? That's Pick true. up some children off the street too while you're at it. <laughs> yeah. Down the street from the Los Angeles Memorial Coliseum. Yes. <laughs> Add them in later. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> uh, uh yeah. This uh so Elise, you mentioned uh 
or someone I think mentioned that it was like a montage and this movie, I, I was trying really hard to remember what other movie we did that I had the same criticism, but I feel like this movie is the first half of it is all just like montage after montage after montage. The whole movie is montage. And I'm just like movie yeah. kids sports. I'm just like, I, I can't, it's getting to be too much. What? Uh, okay. We can talk about how this happened, but there was uh, a specific needle drop in this movie that <laughs> made me painfully aware that I own this soundtrack on cassette. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, man. Which which one was it? There's like a million. Uh, it was the Gordon Bombay is a fancy Hollywood type Mr. Big stuff. Oh, uh. I was like, I why do I know this song? Oh, God. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Big stuff. It's not even it's like coming back to I don't even think that's man. the popular version of the song. They <laughs> they use if I had to cut a montage, I would have cut, cut the uh, Beverly Hills shopping experience. Oh, we, we that is the most weird. That's the funniest thing. part. That's the funniest part of the movie. No, it's yes. not. It's weird and creepy. It's really weird. Yeah, <laughs> but it's funny when they're just like uh, trying to get in all these stores and I don't know. Yes, yes. Apparently, Mark Marin had a cut cameo as like a Beverly Hills valet who yelled at them. <laughs> I would have loved to see that. That's yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, we can talk more about the Beverly Hills thing once we actually get to L.A. But yeah, so we get to see all these kids. There's a whole like teamwork needle drop where they just make the Texas kid lasso everybody, which is I was like, this is not safe at all. (laughs) (laughs) Lassoing people while they're on. Uh, then there's a fart joke callback, but then it's the other kid. So I may be mistaken. Graham, aren't you from Texas? From Dallas. Oh, okay. So, so you don't know how to lasso people because that guy was from Austin. Is that the case? I'm from, I'm from the city. We don't do that shit. Ah, <laughs> uh, so all people from Texas don't know how to lasso people on the ice, is what you're saying? Uh, no. <laughs> yeah, that was dumb. Um, when they get to LA, they immediately go to the Coliseum, uh, which I have PTSD seeing, but, uh, they're there and they do a press conference. The other team from Iceland just shows up at the press conference to like sass them. (laughs) And like when people tell the Icelandic coach to shut up, he literally pulls a, well, I'm sorry. I thought this was America. Like (laughs) what happened to my free speech? I mean, he learned, he learned a lot. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Oh God. (laughs) I love when they're arriving to the, uh, to the Coliseum, the, the uh, announcers are already like narrating. They're like, oh, and look, here come the ducks. It's their first time. I'm like, who's there? They're showing footage of the ducks arriving like that uh, on TV. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, live stream good, on PBS. That is <laughs> yeah. a good point to talk about. We start getting announcements. We start getting the big board. Uh, the voice of all of the commentary on this is Bob Miller, who is the voice of the Kings. Not anymore. He retired. Uh, but just a really classic broadcaster that I grew up watching and listening to and heard him call two Stanley Cup victories, which was very fun. Nice. And on a personal note, one of the nicest people I have ever met. Uh, just on the planet. He yeah. spoke to my class uh, when I was a senior, uh, Jeff Fellinser's class, uh, if for any USC people. I took um, that class for some reason. Yeah. Journalism 380. The guys, that guy's one of the most well-connected people on this planet. And one of these days, Bob Miller was there. And when I was actually once upon a time trying to be a broadcaster, 
um, Founds actually put me in touch with Bob Miller, and he actually listened to a few of my broadcasts that I did for KXSC and gave oh, me pointers awesome. on like how to how to improve. I'm like, this guy is in the middle of a hockey season, <laughs> like probably just <laughs> had probably has better things to do, but he's actually taking time to listen to something that I want to do. That's awesome. That's incredible. I love that story. Yeah. Bob uh, Miller's he's, the best. <laughs> he's the man. I freaking love that guy. Yeah. Aww. And he's and he's totally game in this movie. Like he had he knows all the players. He's calling it out. Like you can tell. Like he's prepared for it. Like he make he brings a gravitas to the uh just random cuts in between games as things are happening. As soon as Bob right. Miller's talking, there's a hockey game happening. Right. And I will say this, Bob Miller actually sounds like he's calling an actual hockey game yes. in this movie. Whereas if you watch other sports movies, they're the voice of the announcers kind of toned down, but he actually sounds like his game call yeah. in this movie, which I was like, you know what? <laughs> he actually sounds like he cares. Yeah. yeah. He like, he learned movie. all the player names. He's like, Oh, Goldberg's got it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. That's cool. See, I don't know anything about hockey, so uh, I didn't even know that was a real announcer. That's awesome. He yep. is. Uh, yeah, he was with the team forever. forever. Like from I think yeah. 1973 all the way to 2017. He was. There the was announcer. like this golden era of LA broadcasters. Of I'm gonna mm-hmm. blank on who the Lakers one was, Chick but Chick yeah, Hearn. and and Vince Scully. Scully and Bob Miller. We just had some of the just all time legendary best broadcasters calling all the sports in the city, and. It, what a time to be a sports fan no kidding what i mean what do we want to get into next we want to talk about iceland do we want to talk about uh the la of it all i feel like there's a couple different directions <laughs> you don't want to go. talk about a, the team tutor uh, we get introduced uh, to at the same the, time the, the, the second <laughs> recast <laughs> why Basically. do you need a tutor in the middle of summer <laughs> yeah, i don't know that's a good question. Legal reasons. Because <laughs> uh, they reasons. just all get the same lessons, even though they're probably all in different grades. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So that Gordon Bombay can forcefully kiss her for no reason. Does he kiss it's her? So bad. Yes, he does. Uh, I only saw him kiss her on the cheek. Do they make out? I don't think no, he kisses her on the cheek. But even that is weird. It's weird. It's not warranted at all. At all. Yeah. Nor is there any indication that they're interested in each other prior to that no, moment. She, she sends like a loving look to him at the very end of the movie. And I was like, she does. What? <laughs> like, why? Supposed to be a no, he wanted to get. I looked at you. <laughs> He wanted to get with the Icelandic physical therapist lady oh, or yeah. trainer lady sure. who was I'm also sure. in the box for, like, for on, the, on the bench for some reason. <laughs> he even did his hair to match the other dude. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so funny. Well, the trainer's usually on the bench, so that, yeah, that, that, that does track. <laughs> I just, I don't know. I think they could have come up with a more original way for coach Bombay to betray them this time. It just felt so much like the first one. Of course, they see him when he's out and about and in the locker room. They're like, you betrayed us, coach. You know, know. like it's exactly the same as the first movie. It's like a dumb, like what? He was just like hanging out with her once. That doesn't mean that he (laughs) betrayed you. Oh my God. Grow up, children. Jesus. It's full of Michael Jordan. And I took that personally. Yeah. (laughs) He was already being enough of a jerk that they didn't also have to have him go eat ice cream with this lady. Like, yeah. On the third street promenade. Like, yeah. 
it's really funny too, like how how much this movie hurries those beats because like that betrayal thing and them seeing it and then that being resolved happens within ten minutes. Like, it's amazing to me that this movie is an hour and 42 minutes long. Yeah. I don't know how. Well, it's because the, the game at the end is really long. Compared yeah, that's to the true. Last, last movie. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so you want to talk about the, sh- you can get into the Beverly Hills shenanigans. Beverly Hills. Um, well, I mean, first of all, the hockey, uh, I guess, before, I guess it's while it's happening simultaneously, like the guy who's like, Gordon, you're the coach. You're the man. We want you to win. How we're going to do that is keep you away from the team as much as possible. We're going to give you a penthouse on by the ocean for some reason that we have doesn't make sense, but here we go. And now we're going to have this party with all of these Olympians and sports people in it. <laughs> Cameos cameos everywhere so many cameos so many cameos including the uh director you got some fun nhl ones and then you get a air loafer joke to kareem abdul jabbar like they do like an ongoing like i want comfortable shoes for kids who want to coach <laughs> i love how he just towers over <laughs> everybody yeah. at yeah. the party I, I it's just another reminder <laughs> when they <laughs> another reminder how freaking tall the guy is <laughs> Yeah, well, like, even, like, Emilio next to Robitaille and all those guys, Chelios, like, he's, you know, a head shorter, and then Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is just so much taller. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Christy Yamaguchi was taller than Emilio. <laughs> yeah, Luganus was towering over him, too. Amazing. Uh, yeah, so, like, that, so he then gets seduced by the Hollywood of it all, which is how they got him back to being a sleazy lawyer, which doesn't make any fucking sense. Uh, but the kids get to have, or just a few handful of the kids get to have a fun time while they're down, uh, on Rodeo Drive because the Texas kid thought it was Rodeo Drive. <laughs> it says Rodeo, yeah. And then they funny. end up ding dong ditching a uh, fancy store and then they go in there and they get a weird faux strip tease from a bunch of grown ass women. <laughs> Right. And yeah. and then a B-52 song plays. And then the joke <laughs> is like, well, uh, I know what my mom needs because it's under the guise of Goldberg's trying to shop for his mother after they lie about they're like the him nephews being of- like his dad owning the store or his uncle. Aaron no, Spelling. no, I did like that. They um, were able to pass themselves off as the nephews of Aaron Spelling, yeah. despite being of four different races. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then, but the, there's a needle scratch when they ask to see these grown ass women in bikinis. Yeah, that is. Uh, he's like, I think what my mom needs is a bikini. And the lady's like, what? No. It was weird. It was, it made me, it made me upset. I was like, ah, I don't remember this at all. It was kind of <laughs> well, like yeah. that they were too young also. So yes. it didn't even see that the, it didn't even seem that they were like, aroused by it as much as they were just like shocked i can tell you i was i was when i saw this movie when i was seven i had no idea what was happening it did not look like they were getting pleasure from this experience it looked like they were just like uh uh, but then the the bikini joke uh, and like also okay this is this is just like screenwriter shit that's happening because right before this like one of the kids is like isn't that the captain of the love boat and like nobody that age was what like (laughs) no like that's that's a 30 year old screenwriter (laughs) yeah uh i don't know that was funny um that was an odd sequence (laughs) (laughs) eventually the team's doing bad and they get their groove back by getting advice from some street kids (laughs) Yeah. Uh, yeah. That teach them 
all the good stuff that they apparently need to do and then just look wistfully off into the distance as they leave. Yeah. <laughs> do us proud. Do us proud of what we taught you. That's right. <laughs> Including how to fight. Yeah. <laughs> Which you never did in, in hockey in Minnesota. Uh, but they Not get Keenan out of this, I guess. Yeah. They get they do get Keenan, yeah. kind of. For maybe. whatever reason. I do one of the, I do want to point out one of the things that they mentioned was like pulling over their shirt. You don't see that in hockey anymore because jerseys actually have fight straps attached to the jerseys that they clip onto the pants. So if you watch a lot of old hockey clips like from the eighties and nineties, <laughs> there are a few fights where the guys just lose all their gear. Yeah, <laughs> They're <just> completely topless. <laughs> well, you don't see that anymore because of the fight strap. And fans can actually buy those jerseys. They're called they're called the authentic jerseys online because they have that fight strap on the back of it. You know what else you don't see in hockey anymore? Refs not wearing helmets. <laughs> that too. Or names. Ref names. You yes. don't see that for obvious reasons. But when that when he came over and was checking on Bombay in the first, I was like, oh, God, no. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't uh, Don Tibbles get hit in the head with a hockey puck? Like, he does. After oh, yeah. it bounced a million times. <laughs> I was like, this guy's kind of annoying me. And then I saw it's like, he's got such a punchable, punchable face. Excuse me. And then <laughs> bonk. I'm like, you know what? Yes. That's the movie kind of supporting my view. Yeah. yeah. He was weird. He's annoying as hell. Because uh, he and was he's clearly concussed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, attitude, cl- the attitude of ho- like hockey in the he'll 90s. He's like, like, he'll be fine. He's He thinks he's at a fast food joint. He'll be fine. Don't he's not concussed at all. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Um, Keenan's signature move is that physically possible? Nay. The knuckle puck. <laughs> um, I will say pucks that knuckle do kind of have a bit of a tricky trajectory. They do kind of trip up goalies a little bit. Um, but we we more often refer to them as fluttering. But uh, no one's gonna flip a puck onto its side and try to rip a shot because <laughs> it's either going to be stolen or blocked immediately. Like he, no one just stops in place and everyone goes, Oh, what's he going to do? <laughs> oh shit. Ah! Also in this, these movies, the blue line does not exist. <laughs> what's offsides? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What about the time they uh, just like uh, catapult the puck through the air and it just lands in the goal? The alley-oop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is that something that would happen? Like, I know it's a, I know it's a hockey board. Let's try this. <laughs> I have seen that in the wild a couple times. Um, <laughs> on purpose, though? It from the deep end. <laughs> yes. No, okay. yes, on purpose. They just, like, lobbed it from their own defensive zone. Defense was not paying attention. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> scored. Oh, wow. That's crazy. Uh, so then Gordon gets called out by the team, and he immediately repents. I guess after his the yawn comes out. <laughs> his yeah. broken into his house. Yeah, I was not happy about the game against Iceland <laughs> that he saw like, on TV. Hey, you assholes <laughs> lost twelve one to Iceland, so I, I took it upon myself to fly out to Malibu. <laughs> and worst of all, you were wearing a suit. Yeah, yeah. What's that yeah. What is wrong with you? <laughs> Doing what every other coach in hockey does: does. wearing a suit. <laughs> 
I did uh, think it was funny that Don Tibbles was like so into the team and then they lose one game one loss. <laughs> that apparently doesn't even matter if they win or lose. And he's just like, you're done. If you don't fix this, you piece of shit, you fucked this up. Gordon I mean, Bombay. in something like this that is, you know, not really the Olympics, but Olympic style. Can you lose more than once? Like once you lose, aren't you out? That's why I wasn't double sure. How, double elimination. Um, I was okay. working, yeah. Like typically the Olympics is the first round's round robin. Just you try to win as many games as you can to get a better uh, seating. Then it's single elimination after that. Mm. I see. That makes sense. Like we said, we don't watch hockey, so. <laughs> I do, so I can fill in on some of those details. Um, Eventually, after one of their practices, they're confronted uh, randomly by the Icelandic team, and their coach does uh, the worst thing a security guard in a baseball stadium or any stadium can do. He crushes the beach ball, which I was like, boo! Way to go, yeah. fun place. Yeah. And then challenges Gordon Bombay to a duel to the death. <laughs> <laughs> to the death. Yeah, pretty much. He does try to kill him at one point. The only thing that could have made that more realistic is if it was a beach ball from the 99 cent store. <laughs> <laughs> Gordon Bombay doesn't skimp on his beach balls. No, no, it was a real one. I did like that the, uh, you know, the Icelandic coach knew enough about Gordon, Gordon Bombay to be like, why don't you show me that triple dick you always use, Gordon? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't think like, wow, funny. the hockey world was really thrilled about this. Uh, <laughs> Damn, you really you fought, league Minnesota <laughs> yeah, You followed him when he was in Pee Wee doing the triple deeks? Okay, great, man. Wow. Uh, yes, the Icelandic coach has, makes it a hobby of learning everybody's worst year of their lives. And <laughs> that's, that's some advanced scouting yeah. without the help of social media. God damn. <laughs> You're going to use that same move you used the year your dad died, Gordon? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bring it on. <laughs> and uh, that scene illustrates why hockey teams don't specifically list player injuries because he knew he had a bad knee. So it was like, all right, I'm getting my ass kicked. So I'm just going to fuck his knee up again. Pow. So lower body injury. uh, Yeah. Lower body injury. Exactly. (laughs) They they keep it vague. So lower body injury could be anything from like a broken toe to like a broken femur (laughs) and upper body injuries, like a concussion to like a (laughs) fractured wrist. But because they just, because hockey players can be assholes when it comes to injuries for sure this movie did do is something that was that was good especially with kid child athletes of the kid trying to play because he wants to have the pressure with the the scouts and you know the coach actually noticing that he's hurt and that he can't and like it it opens the door for keenan and whatever else but i did appreciate that this actually had that scene in there yes it's a classic sports movie thing or whatever but like it would be really easy for you know amateur or for kids to leave that out and so many kids uh try to play hurt like that especially in baseball so many pitchers just blow out their arms before they reach the age of 20 the same kid again. Yeah. <laughs> i was like do you think maybe adam banks would be like hey maybe i should stop playing hockey because every <laughs> yeah. time i go out to play with the with the ducks specifically i get injured immediately yeah some <laughs> asshole slashes my wrist yeah <laughs> breaks my back in the previous film (laughs) to go back a little bit in the iceland the first iceland game portman gets ejected three seconds into the game for some stupid (laughs) shit 
But then the guy, the Iceland guy, just slashes the shit out of Banks's wrist, <laughs> like it's a two minute minor. I'm like, who's officiating this fucking game? <laughs> right, another thing <laughs> I hated awful. about the first Iceland game is that the girl, her name's Julie, right? She yeah. she went into the coach's office to say, "Coach, you got to put me in. I want to play. I want to show people what I can do." And he's like, "No." And then he puts her in, and all she does is pull a "Hey boys" like distraction move, yeah. and like gets kicked out of the game. I was like, if you wanted to be in that bad why is that the first thing you do when you get onto the ice yeah i don't... I, I i gotta give it to her for sticking up for herself because those guys are assholes <laughs> yeah. so it's like you know what all right you're gonna be like this pow yeah get i mean ejected. she got to do Fuck it, it. we're end. losing six one anyway Fuck this game <laughs> green light <laughs> yeah i didn't really i didn't really like how they used her because i kept no. being like when is her big moment gonna happen let's go and she only gets to like stop one thing yeah, I know, but I was like, why didn't they just have her a- do the entire shootout? That would have been way more badass and have it be like she stopped all of them or I don't yeah. know. I think both but- girls really got short tripped in this one compared to the no last shit. one. Because yeah. the other girl, she barely got to even make out with her boyfriend uh, from the last movie. And yeah, then what- this, the, new, the new girl, she barely got to do anything. What was that... Uh- they interrupt them like at the- Char- Connie Charlie just totally cockblocks Connie and Gee, yeah, yeah, trying to have a moment. He was like, he I goes, was, I was this close. I'm like, I feel your pain, dude. Yeah. Like, this close to what that, though? That, you guys already made out in the said. last movie. They were already kissing. <laughs> like, what's the big deal? Doing it again. Dealers. He was like, I was gonna throw her off the bridge. <laughs> <laughs> I was this. Get close. that insurance money. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> I mean, I thought that was a really weird moment. I was like, huh? It really was. <laughs> it's like, oh, they are they assuming no one watched the first movie and they're yeah. just coming into this? My favorite I think the funniest thing to me in this movie is the part where Gordon Bombay realizes that he's remembering the pond that he came from. <laughs> and it's just him on the strand in Venice in full like hockey gloves with a stick and rollerblades wearing like a cutoff. Yeah, he, he's like <laughs> and just skating around. And, like eventually they show him in like what look it's like a tennis court that they converted to be a roller hockey rink. But like he's literally <laughs> Literally just like on the bike path and like with wearing the gloves. The gloves don't make any sense. Why is he wearing the gloves? And he's got like the shortest shorts on as well. Yeah. And this is like beach. Yeah. It was the same exact <laughs> moment from the first movie where he like goes out yeah. and has this like memory time with Pop Pop. Yeah. I I want to know like the process of that of being like, no, go out there. No, it looks too weird. It looks too California. Put the gloves on. Put the shoulder pads on. No, take the shoulder pads off. Put the gloves on. <laughs> okay, wait. While we're talking about him reminiscing, let's just do the child star check-in before right. we like go into the final game and everything because yeah. I have a lot of people to talk to you about. All right. Um, so... Uh, once again, I only did the thing where I'm just going to talk right now about the people that will not be joining us uh, for D3. So spoilers, <laughs> but, you know, we can't talk about everybody. So the weirdest one or one of the most tragic ones, I guess, is that this will be the last time that we have Jesse uh, Brandon Quinton A- uh, Adams. I think is his name. Yeah. Uh, my own writing. I can't read. Uh, but yeah, he was um, one of the kids that also is in the Sandlot. So he um, does a lot of reunion thing, special meet and greets now. Uh, he was on Moesha and a bunch of other things. But he also was friends with this kid from the Cosby show and another child actor named Merlin Santana. And Brandon was in the car when somebody walked up to them and shot uh, the other kid in the head. 
like, oh and God. then like ran away. Like, so he like Jesus. witnessed his friend's death in a car. Um, and you know, I, I don't know, like it's, that's just crazy, but it was like an obsessed fan or something. Um, Ugh. but, uh, he's still acting now and his daughter has become an actor as well. Uh, okay, so Kai Lennox, who played Olaf, uh, the Norwegian uh, bully, uh, he is really successful. He was in Fargo in 2020. I'm not sure which season that was, but I don't know if you recognize him. Uh, he was in Unbelievable and Green Room and Beginners are just some of the things he's been in. Sweet. Um, then we have Michael Ooms, who plays McGill, which is one of the holdover bullies from the last movie that we see in this, like, park <laughs> string scene <laughs> at the beginning. Um, but he, this is the last time we'll see him, and he is still a uh, prolific Minnesota theater actor. Um Good for him. Okay, so then Brock Pierce, the which we talked about, is young Gordon, and whether or not he filmed both in the first movie, or you know, he's in both of these movies in these flashbacks. So he is the titular first kid. Uh, if you ever saw that movie back in the day, <laughs> um, and he actually um, is one of the top Bitcoin billionaires in the world. Oh my what? God. And he wow. ran for president in 2020 for the independence party, not to be confused with running as an independent. This is the independence party. Uh, but he has a lot, a lot of money <laughs> in Bitcoin. Good for him. <laughs> um, okay. So John Carl Hagelm, Hagelm is Norbert, who I think is another Norwegian player. Um, he's a broker at Piper Sandler and Company in Minnesota. And then Casey Garvin is Larson, who I th- is either one of the bullies or one of the Norwegians. I'm really not sure. There's a lot of. Uh, I don't uh, mean to interrupt. Do you mean Icelanders? Icelanders? Did I say Norwegian? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Icelandic. My bad. Um, and he works at Best Buy. And he was also in um, <laughs> famous Minnesota movie, Drop Dead Gorgeous. He works um, so this was a crossover I wasn't expecting, but the Icelandic goalie is Nathan West, who was Jan in Bring It On, the gay guy that was always like, oh, uh, oh really? making comments in nice. the first Bring It On, <laughs> um, and he's also in Miracle. So we'll see a Miracle. Hockey. Oh wow. I don't know who he is. Just another hockey player, I guess. Okay. Uh, he, he, it was named on IMDb. So I'm guessing it's a player that is actually on the team, but I'm not sure. I mean, he might be one of the few people who could actually skate because famously all of the kids <laughs> and their parents and agents lied about how well they could actually skate, <laughs> yeah. which is why there's a scene in this movie where Joshua Jackson leaps over construction and <laughs> turns big for a moment. <laughs> he pick, collects a Zoltar I'm fortune an and then transforms back by the time he lands. Yeah. Sick tricks. <laughs> um, that was a hell then, of a jump by that guy. <laughs> there's a girl in the movie who is student. I'm not sure who that is, but she's a student. And she was also in Minnesota movies, Drop Dead Gorgeous, Jingle All the Way. And she's in a she's listed in IMDb for a bunch of things as just additional crew. But I was not able to suss out like what that actually entails. But she was worked on Life of Pi, Dream Girls, and 300. Great. Um, did I say her name? It was Larissa Lothrop. 
Uh, okay, and then there's someone named Mike Butters who was a Norwegian player, and he went on to be Paul in the Saw series, meaning that he was probably only in one Saw, but then in the flashbacks and, and <laughs> yeah. frame mechanisms for like two to three other Saws. <laughs> um, and finally, we have Michael Yans, who played literally a kid in candy store, which actually I don't even remember them going to a candy store, but apparently they did. Me neither. Uh, and um he is the owner of the beer stube bowl and grill uh in red wing minnesota uh and he had the restaurant and then he bought out the bowling alley next door to expand it smart and weirdly in 2006 his dog escaped like broke free of his leash and escaped then came back and had been shot point blank in the face with a bow and arrow <laughs> somebody shot the dog with a bow and arrow in the face and the dog lived oh my god um, <laughs> wow who shoots a dog with a bow and arrow where did you find yeah. that story jesus and it wasn't like a hunting bow and arrow he said it was a bow and arrow for like targets like <laughs> so probably some kids i don't know it's That's really bad stupid. it's horrible oh, uh, they said that, that they were very surprised the dog lived but it did Right between the eyes. Wow. Jesus. So, yeah, th- those are all the uh, child stars, in quotes, that we will never see again in this series. Oh, wow. Cool. There's lots of people still coming back. That's great. <clears throat> right. Well, we want to talk the final matchup with Team I mean, Iceland. I don't know that there's all that much to talk about here. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, like I, the things that happen that are supposed to happen, happen. I mean, we do see like Iceland, like every trick they start pulling out. They're just like, Oh, the flying V or like, we're doing this. I mean, one thing that I will say is that like very profitable for Hans and Jan to be Gordon Bombay of just like building countless scores of jerseys uh, for <laughs> just like, it's a good racket. It's just like, Oh, it's got to follow this guy around and get a new Jersey, new, you know, a couple tens of thousands of dollars every year in Jersey making. And I'm glad <laughs> that we he talk about from Minnesota with all of his Jersey making gear. <laughs> Did we talk about the USA jerseys in this movie and how ridiculous they are. Yeah. Yeah. They're pretty just bad. like USA. And then this, this giant, Hendrix logo on the <laughs> yeah. sleeve. It is an eyesore. <laughs> I mean, I, even though they're like, there's no rule that you can't change jerseys in the middle of the game. I'm like, I'm pretty sure there would be a rule. Really? So she's yeah. supposed to be so, representing your country. I was, I was once yeah. disqualified from a high school Airbud? swim meet because I wore a pink swim cap. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, wow. this is Airbud. Like, hey, there's no rules. So yeah. you can't do this. Yeah, I'll no be damned. Long can't. pants. Guess what? Jan's gonna be the goalie now. Whatever. Get in there. Get in there. You earned Keenan's it, Jan. the goalie. You earned it's it. Not, it's not yeah. the goalie. Rules it's don't matter. Keenan. Fuck I got to take the helmet off in order to make this shot. It's <laughs> I got to skate to center ice because that's as far as I could skate as a goalie. <laughs> <Yeah>. Score. <laughs> I did like that the flying V goes about how I would think it would go in real life. In this yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a terrible formation. No one should ever We're try just it. like, no. <laughs> Have you ever seen anybody, though, try it just for funsies? <laughs> No. No. <laughs> and the reason why is because the second time they do it, Iceland's like, oh, we know how to defend against this. Hey, 5 0 the other way. We're going to score. Yeah. Goldberg's going to get hung out to dry again. <laughs> I did have fun uh, watching all of their like tricks fail. 
Like the slow motion figure skating kid getting just knocked to the ground. (laughs) (laughs) He does this whole explanation like, all right, I'm going to do this. And then it's going to split the guys up and I'm going to go through. And then he just, yeah, he name drops a bunch of skaters too. (laughs) Yeah. And, uh, the, the rodeo guy just gets knocked over too while he's like flipping the puck around. Pretty funny. And then the, uh, Iceland's apparently just full of nothing but goons. (laughs) <laughs> yeah they're like, all look okay, like this, six feet tall i must break you i know that's not icelandic it's russian but um it's kind of that mentality and they, they, they can't, they're, they're powerless you. without their own mark mcguire and jose canseco <laughs> is there like a harlem globetrotters of hockey no not that i'm aware of oh, okay i was like because like could these kids actually go on to do something productive like, just like trick shots and stuff <laughs> i'm not sure why that hasn't that honestly hasn't been a thing yet yeah that'd be pretty cool i mean the 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 all-star game has a skills competition which i went to when it was here in la and it was amazing hmm. well that's the only thing that's really worth watching of the yeah. all-star game <laughs> It's like, it's Which is why it was skater. the only thing I bought a ticket to. <laughs> Smart. It's like fastest skater, hardest shot, and then the breakaway challenge. But when they allowed breakaway challenge, it basically is like, okay, so do the whatever creative shit you could think of uh, and like take a shot on a goalie. There was one year where they, it, it was in Columbus. So they had, it was Ryan Johansson. He started going down the, against the goalie, stops skates over to like some little kid and then just takes the little kid over to the goalie. Um, <laughs> so in that same uh, breakaway challenge, there's another player, Jake Forchek of the Flyers, starts skates, skates down, stops, sees a rookie uh, for playing for the Calgary Flames, Johnny Goudreau, who just happens to be like 5'7", and then skates him down towards the goalie like the other guy <laughs> skated that little kid down. So create a shit like that I would love to see more and more of. <laughs> Seeing that live was one of the funniest goddamn things ever. (laughs) (laughs) So, Tyler, did you ever actually come out to Anaheim for a Ducks game, like, around this time? Like, were they just playing clips from the movie on the Jumbotron, like, before every No, I never went to it. I mean, we had our, we had, it was the IHL at the time. So, I only, we went to Thunder games in Las Vegas. Mm -hmm. Uh, The first, like, NHL game I went to was a Kings game when I moved, finally moved out to L.A. Okay, so in this movie, they say that the pond is just opening or it's brand new. Yeah, I think that's correct. Was that the case, though? I feel like it already. Okay, so building opened up in 93. Yeah, but they don't even have the Arrowhead signage. Right. It just is like Anaheim Arena. Yeah. (laughs) But they call it the Arrowhead Pond. Yeah. I I did like that some of the scenes were shot at the Pickwick Bowl. Ice rink yeah. in Burbank. Oh, was that it? I knew it was. Yes. It had to be. And I was like, "We've here. been on there. And we've been on that ice." <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought that was funny, um, but yeah, the, the the pond looked pretty cool. Did you? <laughs> I read in the um, the Wikipedia that it went on for like the filming there went on for so long that like the amount of people showing up every night like dwindled, so they had to put in uh, those cardboard cutout people, but. <laughs> I feel I was like I should go back and rewatch and see if I can find them, but I didn't have time. Oh yeah, we <laughs> I mean, seen you so can many tell cardboard that, people. You can tell that there was there was waning about how many people there were because there's just a very low energy. We will quack you chant at the oh, end. Oh yeah, it it's like out like of it's time like at the first people. at the start. It's like out of time. I'm like, why would they yeah. keep this in like this? Uh, I don't know. Well, I mean, uh, I'm sure the atmosphere at the actual Ducks games around that time was like people probably got so damn excited when they start playing we will quack you or you know start doing the <laughs> quack 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 thing yeah uh, 
Yeah. Um, well, then they win. <laughs> they win and they all go camping afterwards. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was a dumb post credit scene. <laughs> I know. I was like, what is this? Or a credit this? scene. It's very weird. They spent the money on the Queen song. Two Queen songs and a bunch of other things. Oh, that's where the budget went. <laughs> yeah. That's Two why Queen songs. That's why a few of them are like re records or something. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, that would explain it. <laughs> Um, <laughs> did you guys, I forgot to mention this earlier. Did you guys notice that Jan loved Gordon Bombay so much that he hung up a photo of him in his, uh, <laughs> yeah. Minnesota waves uniform? I was wondering like if he had also hung up an, an, uh, an article clipping of like Gordon Bombay injured again, <laughs> <laughs> right next to the Gordon, Gordon Bombay, Bombay made a glass. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Gordon Bombay made of glass. So the uh, Minnesota waves, is like completely made up. Yeah, completely yeah. made up. Oh, interesting. Up. I, I look have... up to see even if they were a minor league team at some time, but like literally the only thing that comes up is the Gordon Bombay Minnesota Waves jersey. <laughs> <laughs> Those, the jerseys, were, the colors were hideous. It was hideous. It looked terrible. They were hideous. Cool, because it was mean... like the Minnesota Gophers colors, but then also with like blue or yeah, whatever yeah. that was. Yeah, it was blue, like light blue. I don't know, like Baby blue. I don't know. It was really weird. Yeah, baby blue, like not a good color. Didn't like it. Didn't like it. <laughs> you can get the blood on it. But yeah, so we, uh... at, by this time, had the stars left Minnesota? So uh, I, I'm i glad you brought that up because there was actually a, a shot of a newspaper clipping from the Star Tribune early on in the movie. It says, stars make deal to move about oh. that very move. And the right. 28 year anniversary of the stars announcing they're moving to Dallas is two days from now. March oh, that's 10. crazy. <laughs> nice. And they, they, the stars are playing another team that moved. Uh, I believe they, they, whoever moved to Carolina, I don't know where they were before. Hartford. I think that that's that. I read something somewhere that both teams that were featured in the movie ended up relocating cities. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. <clears throat> All right. Well, yeah, that um, there's not any crazy uh, sequel set up in this one. They just kind of they win. No. That's the end. They go camping. I mean, at this point, you probably think that you're pushing your luck. But <laughs> I mean, <laughs> they, they, they felt like they were pushing their luck in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> uh, where do you go higher than the fake Olympics? <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm that's what I'm curious to find out as well. You don't I, is the answer. I, but... <laughs> I don't remember what the next one is about. I, I do. I, I, is it back to the miners? Is that what it is? Or is it <laughs> back to the miners? Back to the miners. <laughs> well, we got to do the wait, How do you gotta... go from peewee to miners? Well, I think, <laughs> it's, I think it goes jump. to like high school or college. Is it college? I think I it's know. high school. Yeah, okay. We got to do the rating first. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, well, I don't know if I have one for this. What? You have how many? Job, how many? Tyler. How many of? I got one. How many of Hans's long lost brothers would you give? <laughs> Han, Jan, Lan, and Han. Franz, yeah. Franz. And there's one called Han. Just Han, not Hans. <laughs> just Han. Han and Hans. No, I needed Han. Get out of Hans. Why'd we name our kids like this? <laughs> Why'd we name our kids like this? I was out of ideas. Uh, yes. Well, how many long lost brothers of Jan would you give uh, D2, the Mighty Ducks? 
Uh, I'm going to give it seven. I don't know. I can't remember what I gave the last one, but I'll we give all, it we seven. All, we gave it all nines. Oh, nines we did? Okay, then I'll give it an eight. I'll give this one an eight because it's still pretty good and it has a bunch of the stuff that you want to see in these movies. And I remembered a lot of it actually more than I thought. Um, and I don't know. I mean, like, I feel like I don't expect that much from these. And like, it just has to do like the kids sport movie stuff. And then I'm like, great. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think they could have figured out a better way to make everybody mad at Coach Bombay again. <laughs> he's eating ice cream with a blonde lady. How yeah. dare he? <laughs> oh, and, no. Uh, he's having an ex- existential crisis. Yeah. <laughs> and I didn't. So like he's just the not going to show thing. up to a game. Yeah. No, that's the insane thing, too, is like when he would even talk about yeah. that. It bothers me so much. He, he, like, he realized the error of his ways. He has his little soul skate on the, the edge of the beach. And then it's like two periods late to the game. Michelle, the tutor, has to coach the game for like the first two periods. <laughs> that's and when he like, knew oh, he God. was in love with yeah. her, despite <laughs> being on a date with another woman. She still loves before. him at the end after that. Yeah. <laughs> thanks, Oy, thanks, yeah. thanks for bailing me out. There's a kiss I, on the cheek. I also like to know that like the thing that she learns is like how to do a line change. And I like to think that she just kept the line out there for like... <laughs> the whole like, period. Look and the kids tired are just there. dying. They're just like, oh my god. <laughs> just like at that that moment, I just think, okay, hockey players can be pretty dumb. They're not that dumb that they just stay on the ice <laughs> when they can just conveniently get off the ice and onto the bench for <laughs> a look, line. They change. look tired. <laughs> it's, like, uh, it's like they're on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> um. I'm going to give this one uh, five long lost brothers of Hans and Jan. <laughs> what? I, uh, yeah, you know, everyone was, the people I had talked to were like, the second one's better. And I'm like, I don't think it is. I'm sorry. I do think that it has a better uh, championship game at the end. Like, mm-hmm. uh, it's better shot. It's more exciting. It's a bigger game than the first film. But I, I don't know for me. I don't know if I was tired when I watched it, but the first half of this movie with all the montages and I was like, I just felt like this franchise is feeling like long in the tooth, like immediately to me. Yeah. <laughs> Fine. If you're doing five, I want to put mine down to seven. Though. <laughs> you can I do whatever you, you want. Me. You no, can do whatever no, you want. No, 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 no. I'm, I I'm think going... I'll, like, I think there's a lot of things I'm remembering that might actually even be in the third one. So we'll see. <laughs> I may have to like readjust at the end of this. Yeah. But. I just was kind of like, Oh, okay. Uh, maybe I should have just only watched the first one, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It, it was weird. The whole team USA thing I think is an odd choice. And uh, yeah, I don't know. Just like, it was okay. Yeah, I'm going to give it six long lost brothers. I this is the one I remember the most and I thought that I would enjoy it and I found it problematic and I felt <laughs> bad for my parents for having to watch it so much because I felt like if I was watching, I was like, well, this is just all these movies were and like it just promoted these kids to be little assholes like like all of these movies in the 90s were just like, yeah, like fuck with old, like fuck with your parents, like be a, just be a little asshole, skate around like uh, it was really <laughs> weird. Uh, and yeah, just a ton of like things that just aren't even funny. Yeah. Like when they're when they're really like Goldberg and they're just like all like slamming up against a window. I'm just like, why is this happening? I didn't. But as a kid, I loved it. As yeah. a kid, I loved it. I agree. I, I didn't like that this one went further into like slapstick stuff. And I feel like there was much more clever like quipping with the kids dialogue and stuff in the first movie. 
Yeah. Graham, what about you? I would give it about six long lost brothers. I don't know how many long lost brothers he actually has, <laughs> uh, but on a scale of one to ten, I would give it a six. Um, it was better than I thought. It was better than I thought it would be. Um, it's. <laughs> I don't remember the last time I had watched this movie prior to today. <laughs> so I was like, let's see how well this movie holds up. I was like, okay. Do you feel <laughs> like you're going to watch the third one like on your own time now for no reason or no? No. Oh. <laughs> Just to see what happens. But if it, if it means I get to come back on here, I'll absolutely. Do oh. it. <laughs> well, there's a new TV show coming too, Disney yeah. Plus. <laughs> Can't wait to see what that's about. <laughs> I really hope that uh, they continue introducing a new brother of Han on each episode. Every time, <laughs> a self-aware running gag. I would like yeah. that. That would be amazing. <laughs> um. But yeah, so uh, the next one is again two years later, 1996. The Mighty Ducks of America, Rock the Pond. Rock the Pond. <laughs> Terrible song. Um, the uh, No, it's just called D3, The Mighty Ducks. They just continue on with the same thing. <laughs> dun, nothing, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> nothing clever, nothing clever at all. D3. And yeah, I agree. Hey. I, I don't know where they're going to go from, from what they did here. You guys make it sound like it... Uh, <laughs> They go back down to earth. They're no longer the they world champion. champions. I, I think they go to a fancy private school is what I remember. Oh, maybe. Oh. Where they learn to I step up. I don't remember up. that movie at all. <laughs> they yeah. learn to step up. <laughs> they learn to step up and play. Because they hockey. forgot <laughs> first two movies. <laughs> By the way, is this before Keenan was even on like Nickelodeon and stuff? No, I think he was on Nickelodeon. That's that a good point. question. He looks super young he looks so young. young it might have been but like there's even stuff that he's doing that's just like classic keenan yeah <laughs> yeah i was just like i was trying to picture him on all that and i feel like he looked older on that show but i, I thought so too but maybe it was just by the end of yeah that show that we're yeah, thinking that's of. True. yeah that's true yeah probably right probably right all that was 1994 it was the same year oh, oh well, there okay. you go there you go okay crazy breaking uh, on the scene uh okay um graham thank you so much for being here yeah yeah, thanks for having me again. Uh, is there any place where people should follow you or anything you want to plug? Well, if if you want to follow me on Twitter, it's Graham S. Jenkins. Um, no underscores at the end of it. Just all one thing. No um, odd characters in there. <laughs> um, pretty easy to find. Um, I have a sugar packet countdown that... I've been doing since 2016. Brief story. If you go to Costco when you're hungry and a little delirious, you might end up buying a box of 2,000 sugar packets and not realize it <laughs> until you get home. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So what is so the countdown I, at? Yeah. It's at like 5.05. Oh, oh my, my God. God. <laughs> wow. So, wait, are you using it like for th- – things other than coffee like when you need sugar to like bake cookies do you open like a hundred packets and put them in nope i only use it for coffee wow <laughs> dang dang that's crazy you still have a long ways to go man yeah i know it's, it's got another year left <laughs> we'll, we'll check back in with you in two years <laughs> next sports series <laughs> that's, right. that's right sugar watch sugar i watch. mean there is a minor league baseball movie called sugar Oh God! (laughs) (laughs) What? That's that's random. That's so random. Um, All right. 
<laughs> well, uh, thanks for being here, everybody. Uh, Eliz, where can people reach yeah. out to us? Email us uh, your suggestions for future franchises, sequelrights at gmail.com, or find us on social media on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, or YouTube at sequelrights. And please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. We really appreciate it. Five stars goes a long way. Sweet, and we'll see everybody next week for D3, The Mighty Ducks. Despite-